Welcome, everybody, to Debugging the Darkness, a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all with computers and technology. And, of course, I'm here with Executive Director over there at Christian Tech Center, Andre Klass. Uh, I am his uh, co-host, sidekick. I am Sancho Panza to his Don Quixote. I am Tonto to his Ranger. I am Sacco to his Vanzetti. Do and any of I those have, references bring any I have any no bills? idea in regards to those last three there. But uh, basically, uh, I guess... Uh, yeah, that's funny. I mean, when I think of uh, those type of things, I think of Tom and Jerry. I grew up watching Tom and Jerry. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll be Tom to your Jerry or Jerry to your Tom, whatever uh, whatever floats your boat over there. Well, on Jerry there. always somehow outwits Tom. All right, so you can be Jerry. I I'm, I'm, have been accused of being a half-wit among some of the nicer things people have called me. And uh, who's, but... who's Rover or Butch or they change the, the name amongst, They change the name amongst different episodes. You see, this is why you all have to listen to every episode. We cover ground that was previously uncovered in the podcast realm. <laughs> so we're glad you've joined us this evening. Uh, we want to, first of all, as is is our habit, ask Andre what's been going on the last couple of weeks. A pretty busy uh, couple of weeks, as usual, Andre. Oh, yes, and uh, you probably don't notice that I'm probably uh, rather sunburned at the moment, but uh, I bet you get a lot of that since you do a lot of mail routes, of course. I've seen some sunburned people, yes. No, I mean, uh, I'm impervious ah, to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've had uh, some pretty exciting uh, days recently with Christian Tech Center. on um, Just last week, in fact, uh, we just did a large-scale computer distribution. We gave 25 desktop computer systems to the Seminole Gardens apartment complex. It's a low-income housing off of 5th Street in Sanford. Nice. And uh, this was a pretty massive project, bringing all these towers, keyboards, mice, monitors, as part of a project in conjunction with my home church, Lake Mary Church, to be able to help a lot of different families in need, especially families with children, after all. As we mm -hmm. mentioned before, you have to have computers to be able to do your schoolwork. And uh, we're also in the process of ramping up uh, for some more upcoming back-to-school distributions. Uh, there's going to be two coming up by the end of the summer. One's going to be in Longwood. Another's going to be in Sanford, where we're going to be partnering up with uh, both the Longwood Police Department for their event and Lake Mary Church for their event uh, to be able to get a lot of uh, laptop computers into the hands of some of these families with elementary and middle school children that otherwise wouldn't have these resources to be able to uh, complete their studies mm -hmm. and uh, get their academic achievement, which, of course, is rather essential. Uh, so I'm predicting that by the end of this summer, we'll have given away over 400 free computers in total. And, of course, I'm very, very grateful to have the support of uh, some of our wonderful volunteers to be able to do what we do um, because it's a team effort, and uh, I'm very, very blessed that uh, coming along from just doing all this on my own, of course, with the help of Christ, um, mm -hmm. but now having people that come in on their own free time to work alongside me and helping to clean, prep, and organize some of this computer equipment, um, it's definitely a true blessing for sure. 
Um, also, recently we had the opportunity to be featured in a nonprofit showcase uh, with the Seminole County Regional Chamber of Commerce um, at their River Council at the Central Florida Zoo. Um, we had the opportunity to set up a highlight table, uh, display table, uh, to the chamber membership uh, to showcase everything that we've been doing over this past year. Um, and of course, our presentation was very, very well received. And uh, it's just been a huge blessing, everything that uh, we've been able to do, ranging from uh, reconditioning the equipment and helping families to continuing to put together more and more of our free computer workshops. And uh, now, in fact, uh, in just uh, a couple of weeks, we're going to have another fun Christian Tech Center benefit day. Um, if you like ice cream, Doug, you're definitely going to want to come to this one. Andre, who doesn't like ice cream, for crying out loud? Well, there might be some that uh, might eh, be heretics. allergic to dairy, but uh, there are gluten and dairy-free options available with this event. Uh, so on Saturday, July 1st, right before the 4th of July holiday, uh, Christian Tech Center is once again going to be the charity beneficiary for Jack the Dipper's fundraiser day. Uh, Jack the Dipper is a local ice cream shop that's just two doors down from Christian Tech Center. So what's the address at Christian Tech Center so people can Google it and find out exactly where Jack the Dipper's is? Yeah, so our address is 1006 West Day Road 434, and theirs is 1010, so it's 1010. Uh, West Day Road 434, and they have genuine Hershey's ice cream, warm waffle cones. And on Saturday, July 1st, for their entire day from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m., 10% of all sales will be donated to support Christian Texan. That's incredible. So if there are people out there that don't like ice cream and take great umbrage at my uh, accusation that you are a heretic, you can send hate mail to I don't like ice cream at let's see well i just say well just give us money anyway <laughs> uh, yeah that's right right we love you, you we love you you non-ice cream eating somebody's <laughs> they have other things besides ice cream. as long too. as your check's clear we don't care what you eat <laughs> ain't that right all right so well, just don't eat other human beings please no we're, we're not advocating cannibalism over here <laughs> although if times get tough but i don't think we're at that no, stage no, yet that, that that's not happening all right all right well fair enough all right, so that's the past couple of weeks. Um, what do you got going on? Oh, I did want to ask you, because we've had this conversation off mm -hmm. the mic. One of the big things, one of the big needs you have over there is laptops. So do you have a source, or is that just one of those things you're going to kind of have to wait on the Lord to, to be replenished in the inventory? Well, all of our provision really comes from the Lord, and uh, it's just a blessing that uh, equipment is just showing up at our door um, pretty unexpected like many times it's uh, unexpected and other times we've been blessed with some large organizational surplus I mean just today we had a couple folks uh, drop off a couple laptops and uh, that's helping us get caught back up on our wait list uh, because there's such a huge demand predominantly for laptops when it comes to clients with housing instability uh, people that are living in a shelter environment, people sure. that are living in a sober living environment, or are in a more of a transient place-to-place, uh, couch-to-couch type of situation. And, of course, uh, the, and the face of need has really expanded. It could be you, your next-door neighbor. It could be yourself um, because um, there's such a high degree of a, a high 
percentage of our population right now that is living in an impoverished situation or dealing with underemployment or unemployment. And so, of course, the, the face of need has really grown, um, really to include a good part of the middle class even. Yeah, so if I could, Andre, obviously a desktop would be completely unpractical in, in a situation like that. So without a laptop, there's no way to do the things that, that you've been stressing ever since we started this podcast. They, they can't do the job applications. Uh, they can't connect with housing or resources or anything else like that. So laptops are wildly important. Oh, absolutely. But of course, uh, we have desktop computers that we've been able to bless a lot of families with. So people that are in stable housing, mm -hmm. more or less, or or doing community projects like computer labs or helping to set up uh, the resources for other nonprofit organizations, desktops are, of course, just as critical as well. But, of course, uh, we've probably given away over 20 laptops uh, so far this month. Nice. And uh, it's... And literally, as they're coming in, we're reconditioning them. They're literally going right back out. So, of course, laptops are some of the biggest needs. And so, of course, if you have a business or an organization that you have uh, laptop computers, desktop computers that uh, you're preparing the, sur the surplus out or preparing the discard, please consider donating them to our organization. So it's not just financial support that we need to be able to do what we do, but just uh, finding equipment to be able to address these critical needs in the community. And uh, we've definitely been blast dug because uh, just recently we got some surplus equipment from Orlando Health. Nice. Uh, we just got some surplus equipment from the Seminole County government. And uh, so, of course, uh, corporate surplus, government surplus, it all definitely helps. And, uh, in fact, I just reached back out to uh, my contact at Lynx. Uh, they were our first uh, surplus uh, disposition that they gave us some laptops that are already in the hands of some needy families uh, from last year. And uh, they're currently looking into seeing if there might be uh, more laptops that might potentially be coming available to uh, give to us. Uh, so, of course, um, if uh, you're not in a position to donate computers, um, but, uh, of course, uh, if you have friends in big companies or local companies or even in your local city or county municipality, please definitely f reach out to them and let them know, hey, there's a nonprofit that's uh, helping a lot of families out there. And they def that definitely needs and could benefit greatly from these type of resources. And, uh, of course, uh, would be happy to accept them. And, of course, just as a financial donation would qualify for a tax deduction, so would the in-kind contribution of surplus technology. And that's, of course, one of the things we, we always want to stress. This is a faith-based ministry. Uh, so... It's important, and in, in fact, it keeps the lights on uh, not only at the uh, shop where Christian Tech Center Ministries is located, it also keeps the lights on at Andre's house. So if you want to see Andre with lights on and uh, running water in his house and food in his belly, please uh, feel free to contribute. And I know Andre personally, he will squeeze every nickel to the glory of the Lord. So yep. um, your money is... Definitely, Andre's a great steward, so your money is well spent. So, And also, we have a certification, uh, our gold uh, seal of transparency from Candid Guy Star. So uh, we have a very, very strong standard of stewardship and transparency with our operation. And indeed, Doug, you're absolutely right. We run a really, really lean ship. Yes, that's correct. And uh, 
there is a, a board of directors in place to oversee. So uh, feel comfortable that your money is being well spent. So let's uh, look, shall we, at this podcast, I would say this week's, but let's call it this podcast verse of the podcast. I should do some sound effects, but probably uh, best best not to mess with the board that I don't know what, it, what it's doing. So verse of the week, Andre, let it fly. All righty. So uh, I think you indicated, uh, and that's what I have on the, on the card here. So today's verse is going to be Matthew 6.33. All right, so first, but first seek the king, his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And um, I definitely can say that uh, Christian Tech Center was founded on the principal root of the gospel of Christ and being able to serve him in our community and be able to glorify him through our deeds, our actions, and our talents. And um, one thing that, uh, as the Lord has continued to open doors for leadership and stewardship, I've definitely seen how obedience to the Word has been showing a lot of fruitfulness in return. Um, just recently, um, our life group leader, um, good friend, one of our sponsors named Sean, uh, who owns Empire Auto Spa, um, since I started coming to Lake Mary Church, uh, I would go to his life group every Thursday night at his business. And uh, because of family reasons, of course, naturally, during the summertime, you have kids, you want to spend some time with your family, right? Go figure. So, of course, uh, um, originally he was going to put the group on hiatus. And then he called me and asked, hey, Andre, could you take over the group over the summer? And so, of course... Uh, one of the things that I originally had uh, envisioned about Christian Tech Center was that we'd be able to use it as a platform and as a springboard for reaching new people in the faith and being able to have faith-based discussions and potentially hosting a life group. So, of course, it was an absolute blessing to be able to not only have this opportunity to be able to have our weekly life group right here at our offices at Christian Tech Center Ministries, but then subsequently, immediately after that, I mean, I, I can definitely say that this is clearly the Lord's rewards for obedience. Not only that, uh, we've gotten additional ministry partners, uh, such as uh, Northland Church uh, here in Longwood, who uh, just uh, partnered with us, but um, that we even got uh, a phone call and uh, waiting to get all the final details. Um, but uh, this would be the largest grant award uh, that Christian Tech Center has received to date. And uh, it's definitely a huge blessing, and it's going to support our operation tremendously. And uh, so by seeking first the kingdom, he's continuing to outpour his fruitfulness upon Christian Tech Center. And uh, we've been getting bless many blessings from a lot of unexpected places. And somehow, month after month, we're able to keep the lights on. We're able to keep serving the community, and uh, and uh, it, the measurable impact. It's it's just phenomenal how lives have been transformed through the provision of this equipment that we've been given out. Yeah, and I can tell you, even from my standpoint, because I know that that not only have you been seeking the Lord through this entire season, but you've had others seek the Lord on your behalf, and and 
that's it, our our human instinct, our flesh. We're more prone to think, well, I don't have any laptops left in inventory, so I got to start knocking on doors and making cold calls and finding out where all these laptops are. But that's not what you've been doing over there. It's it's truly been a um, an exercise of faith in seeking the Lord and trusting Him is. We believe he is the owner of a cattle on a thousand hills and the hills that the said the cattle roam. So if he owns everything, then we can trust him to get the resources in the right hand. So that's right. Um, and that and let that too be uh, a thought for the for all of you listening. Seek the Lord first, and then he will give you the wisdom. If he wants you to knock on doors, he'll send you out knocking on doors. But You'll do it in his power and in his provision, and he will meet the needs. So that's before you, and I'm talking to myself as well, before we wear ourselves out doing things that we think we should do to uh, get these, gather these resources, seek him first, and and he'll figure it out for us. He's definitely a lot smarter than I am, so uh, let that... uh, let that be a kind of a life lesson, not only as the verse of the podcast. So let's transition, shall we? That's a smooth segue, right, Andre? I'd say so. Uh, one of the things that, that we want to do is help people to maintain their computers. Now, I, I don't know that, that people are overly aware that there is a certain things they can do as far as cleaning them. And I can give you a personal, couple of personal anecdotes. Fluid is very bad for a laptop. I spilled a teeny bit of water in the keyboard on an old uh, MacBook I had, and it basically shut it down. So that was a pretty expensive repair. Yep. Um, and before that, we had, of course, everybody had the uh, desktops. They will fill with dust, it seems like. So do you recommend getting in there with that spray air? Or, or what are some other things? Cleaning the screens? What, are, what can people do that's super easy that anybody can do to kind of keep their uh, computer in, in tip-top shape? Uh, very good question, Doug. And, of course, uh, one thing I would definitely want to say is please keep your pets away from the computer. Oh, good advice. Um, because um, uh, the very first computer that we had given out that came back to us Um, so um, of course it was one that I was troubleshooting and it just didn't make sense because for example Dell Latitude is like the cream of the crop laptop like these laptops rarely fail because they're commercially built high quality and so here I am trying to troubleshoot why is the keyboard and touchpad not working on this laptop, which I thoroughly tested before I gave it out, and this person had it for months on end without issue. And then, uh, of course, then we went to uh, open up the laptop to see maybe there was a loose connector or something, and then, of course, it turned out the cat peed the laptop. And, uh, of course, needless to say, liquids, especially, like, for example, urine has a lot of corrosive minerals and material in it, Sodas can, and the sugars and the carbonation also can corrode a laptop board. And uh, there's so many different uh, types of damage that can happen. And sometimes you can spill something on it and it will seem fine. Mm -hmm. But then the damage and the symptoms can crop up later on down the road. That's what happened with mine. I just spilled a teeny little bit of water into the... uh, 
the bottom case, I guess it's technically called. And mm-hmm. I don't know, three or four days later, I thought, oh, okay, no harm, no foul. And three or four days later, big problem. So and even uh, where you store your computer, uh, when you're using it, not the best idea to have liquids right next to it, especially if it's a uh, laptop. Yeah. What? A, how about cleaning it? Yep. Well, also, please do not use these type of liquids on a desktop as well. Oh, because um, I <laughs> no had bueno. because I had uh, one recently. One of our church brothers, uh, his son's built uh, his computer wasn't working when he brought it to me. Uh, that's when I first learned that uh, Sprite got spilled on the. On oh, the Sprite's tower. not good for uh, computers, is what you're saying. Right. Um, Tasty so, though. Yeah. So of course, when it was plugged in, we went to hook it up to test it. Of course, then we had a nice uh, little fireball there. I mean, there was actually literally fire. Oh, I wish you recorded that. Um, We could put that in the show notes, the uh, YouTube video of Andre burning the guy's computer down. No, 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 it wasn't me. Um, But, uh, yes, there was was actual flame, and uh, it was uh, pretty scary. It's... uh, I mean, it was just for a split second, small little flame, but it was enough to startle me and make me jump back a bit. And my first instinct, of course, was yank the power cord from it. Um, the good thing is, is that even if the motherboard on a computer gets damaged, um, on many standardized models, the hard drive itself would be a separate component. So even if there is liquid damage, many times it's possible to still save the information on a lot of these newer models, however, like these newer MacBook Pros or computers that have the solid-state drive soldered on the board directly, however, mm-hmm. then uh, getting information from those may not be possible upon this type of event. Um, so, of course, what definitely want to keep your computer nice and dry. Um, How about heat, Andre? Is, is heat a tremendous problem? Uh, heat can be um, because uh, these processors are, do generate a bit of heat. And uh, if a computer gets too hot, there is typically a trigger that will force the computer to power off uh, when it it gets to a certain temperature. Um, I personally don't like to keep my computer on the inside of the car during the day because not only would it be visible to thieves, but also because in the hot Florida sun, that uh, the inside cabin of a vehicle can get really, really hot. And uh, so, of course, uh, electronics don't necessarily uh, like that too much. Um, one thing that can help with uh, computers, and you mentioned dust earlier, um, that uh, indeed because, uh, especially with desktop computers, there's a continual airflow that goes through the desktop because most of these desktop computers are air-cooled with uh, fans. And over time, dust can actually build up inside the tower chassis and uh, potentially uh, and potentially uh, cause it to get clogged up, and which can also lead to a buildup of uh, dust, uh, degradation of thermal dissipation, and uh, which as a result makes the computer potentially run slower. So what I personally do is that uh, every uh, three, four, six months or so, um, I take my computer outside. Uh, take the side panel off, and then I use like a compressed air can or a compressed air blower to uh, just expel the dust out of the computer, and uh, that way it keeps it nice and clean. Now, I don't recommend using a vacuum cleaner because the suction of the vacuum can actually create static, 
and that can in turn damage the electronics themselves. So you don't want to use a vacuum unless it's specifically an anti-static computer vacuum. Oh, everybody's got one of those laying around, Andre. How dare you? So listen, you knuckleheads, put the uh, vacuum cleaner down and just pick up some of that compressed air. But I think you need an ID to buy that stuff. So you kids, if you need compressed air, bring your parents with you for crying out loud. Or uh, use, a, use a professional PC air blower, and you can get those on eBay for like 30 or 40 bucks. It's like a low electric motor, and it actually compresses and pushes the air back out, sort of like thrust from a jet engine, if you will. Is that, is, is that something that would be running constantly? So in other words, you've got the fan pulling air in. Does this thing kind of pull the air out? Well, it's, it's, it's just a little handheld thing. So you just uh, flip the switch on. Oh, okay. And then you blow the dirt out of the computer, out of the fans, out of the chassis. And uh, every computer that I get, um, the very first thing I do, whether it's somebody who's bringing me a computer for me to work on or whether it's a computer that's been donated to us, the very first thing I do, and this is the very first thing I would always do at my previous work as well, is I take the computer right back outside and blow the dirt out of it because I don't want that going into my air or going into my office. I want that dirt just, that dirt just, just out. Yeah, get it outside with the Canadian smoke. Um <laughs> How about a screen? Is, is there do's and don'ts? In other words, is there things you should not clean your computer screen or uh, whether it be a, a, just a regular monitor or a laptop screen? That's a very good question, Doug. And uh, Of course so, it is. I asked it. How dare you? Yep. So uh, for me, what I always do is that I use an ammonia-free glass cleaner mm. or a wipe or a material that's specifically formulated for computer screens. Now, using a glass cleaner with ammonia, which are going to be your standard glass cleaners typically, or the discount glass cleaners, the ammonia can actually deteriorate the anti-glare coating oh. that the manufacturers pre-make uh, these devices with. Well, how about the those alcohol wipes that they sell for lenses and, and whatnot? Um, I haven't had much experience with using those, but I just tend to avoid anything that's harsh chemicals. So okay. If you get a glass cleaner and it says that it's ammonia-free or non-ammoniated, so like there's a regular Windex and a non-ammoniated Windex, it's okay to use the non-ammoniated one. And at the same token, you could also use the specifically formulated ones like the iClear wipes or uh, computer screen cleaner. They're actually kits with specifically formulated for computer screens. Um, now, one thing to keep in mind is that if the device does have a touchscreen, when you do spray the cleaner on it, the touchscreen may start spazzing out on you a little bit. So you might want to turn the computer off first before you clean it. Solid because advice. while it's wet, you don't want the thing to just start clicking all over everything on you. Um, but, and then all uh, of a sudden, you've bought a brand new Tesla, and you've sent a Nigerian prince your bank uh, information. So don't do that, <laughs> you kids. Turn the computer off. Yep. So uh, what I do is, uh, so I use ammonia-free glass cleaner, and that's what I clean all my computer screens on. And uh, I use a nice, soft uh, microfiber cloth. And you can get microfiber cloths at automotive stores. You can get microfiber cloths online. 
And uh, don't use paper towels. Yeah, some paper towels will leave a residue, or some are a bit sharp and can actually scratch up your screen glass quite a bit. Yeah, and over time, that that's going to be noticeable. So these are uh, obviously helpful things. Uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Do you know who said that originally? No, who said that originally? Benjamin Franklin. All right, here's a few more that I'm going to get to see if you, because you kids these days, I don't know what they're teaching you in school, but I got a few more. You're going to fill in the blank. Okay. A stitch in time. Never heard this before. I'm guessing by your bewildered expression. Uh, that is correct. Saves nine. It's an old proverb. Is that from the Bible? No. And that's probably Different kind of proverb. That's probably why I haven't heard it. <laughs> Yeah, we get some biblical proverbs, but they don't have anything about stitching time. Um, but I'm sure there's uh, some admonitions to do things today. Speaking of which, never put off until tomorrow. What do you got for me, Andre? Just make something up. No. All right. I don't like to just make <laughs> things up. I mean, I might have a creative mindset and a technical mindset, but... Uh, um, like I'm just uh, looking at uh, I'm just looking at my verse you know, of the day here, and I'm just thinking. Yeah, don't look go, at take Google. Take it back. Just take whatever it is on your mind, and take All whatever right. is in your heart right now, and just take it right back to God, and just spend some time with Him and meditate on His Word, and then He will make all things clear in your path. Well, that's a pretty good way to. And today's podcast, this two weeks, let's call it a fortnight, Andre. This is our fortnight podcast, which is two weeks, by the way. I don't know what they're teaching kids in school, but they, they don't teach, know that anymore. Yeah, Fortnite is now a video game. Eh, I'm too old for that nonsense. <laughs> All right, so a couple of things you want to look forward to next week or next fortnight. You see what I did there? <laughs> Episode six, we're going to talk. We've got a few uh, delightful questions to ask Chat GPT, which I thought were hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if Andre's going to find them hilarious, but the heck with him. I think they're funny. Oh, and we're going to uh, look at some tech news headlines. So, uh, so glad, Andre, that uh, we could get together again for the podcast. Good to see you again, buddy, and we'll look forward to the next one. Absolutely. So again, Christian Tech Center Ministries is the organization centered upon this uh, wonderful broadcast. And of course, if you are in need of uh, computer assistance, whether it's free computer repairs, or if you or your family are struggling right now and need a computer for school or for work, please definitely uh, feel free to reach out to us. Our address is 1006 West State Road 434 in Longwood. And, uh, of course, uh, we are a registered 501c3 nonprofit organization. So, of course, financial donations, equipment donations, all are of great benefit in helping to support our programs and our ability to serve those in need across the Central Florida community. Learn more by visiting our website at christiantechcenter.com. And with that, we thank you to, for listening to our podcast, Debugging the Darkness, and we'll see you next time. All right, and check the show notes for any website address or anything like that. So. To echo my good friend Andre, Arriva Derchi, until the next time. Bye.